Welcome to Jays from Home. Uh, after a week away, uh, I'm, uh, I am back to to back in the in the podcasting host co-host chair. Oh, I'm, I'm rusty. Obviously, it's me, Matt Gower, and this is my brother, me, Steve. And you you pointed at me, so it threw me off. So I guess yeah. uh, you would be on. That was like a a seven day injured list is what you were on instead of ten days. Um, um, I'm, I don't know what we would call it cause I wasn't injured. I was, I was, I was on vacation. So, so, uh, maybe I was just, uh, getting, getting some, well, maybe it's like when, when you put the starting pitcher on the injured list, to, uh, with, with the, with the phantom injuries to give them some rest. So yeah, there you go. Yeah. Or, uh, put them on a phantom injury list when, uh, when you don't want them to actually play for you. That's, I guess the Blue Jays did that with Chatwood for a bit, I think. Right. <laughs> yep. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Well, yeah. this week uh, the results were—I uh, don't know—were they were they five hundred so far? They haven't played this afternoon on Sunday for us yet. Not yet. No. Um, let's see here. Um, let's see here. Win, loss, win, loss, loss, win. Yeah, so I think that's, that's five hundred. Yeah, that's not terrible. So they uh, they started off with the White Sox uh, four game set. Um, I don't know. Overall, I don't think the series was all that bad. Looking back on it, I did not watch any of that series actually. Okay, well, like on an individual game basis, I think if you if you looked at the losses, they looked really bad. Um, mm-hmm. But when you look at this, when you step back and look at the series, I mean, it, they went two and two, which is good against the White Sox are the division leaders in the Central, right? Yeah, and they're probably. Um, they're 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 one of the 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 favorites to come out of the east uh, the AL and for for the World Series, right? So I mean, it's kind of kind of surprising to me to see that. Except for the Thursday game, it was actually pretty low scoring for the White Sox. Um, the the Jays have been low scoring for quite a while, so that's not too surprising. But uh, they kept except for yeah Thursday. I think uh, they scored seven runs early in the game to get Ryu out of the game. Yeah, yeah. So, um, and and the Jays' offense did actually score seven runs as well. But uh, yeah, but they yeah, almost uh, they almost made it back. But in general, like if you look at the, all the results, that's the only game where they really scored big. Yeah. So uh, Monday they they won two to one. Um, Tuesday lost five to two. Wednesday they won three to one, and Thursday ten seven. So I mean, yeah. Other than that seven runs they scored uh, over those three games. They scored uh, nine runs in total over three games. That's uh, not good. No, it's it's not. And then Friday they lost two to one against the Tigers again. So this, the Tigers gave them some problems a couple of weekends ago, or was it last weekend? Yeah, it was uh, last weekend. Yeah, it was the as I as I called it the sandwich series where <laughs> d- d- the Tigers are the bread and uh, the White Sox are the meat. But that's not to say that the Tigers are are a, a weak team. They they actually um, have one of the better records. I think I mentioned this maybe with with Glenn on the podcast. They 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 have one of the better records um, in the past, like in the second half of the season. Uh, that's true. Playing really well, but um, you know, to, so far to only score four runs because they they lost two to one friday but they won three to two last night uh to only score four runs against some pitchers that have some really high eras that's that's not great but um so let's go over the friday game did you see this one were you back i watched i I, I watched the friday game yeah we came back on friday and i I needed to get my baseball fixed because that that was the longest extended uh period of, of not watching baseball since before the season started i think for me yeah well that's that's like a regular week for me so <laughs> yeah no, no no um it was it was a, a bit of a frustrating game it was kind of it, like at least uh the bullpen didn't blow this game <laughs> it was it was it was a, a fielding error basically that that not an error but a a misjudgment that caused the uh 
the the inside the park home run um yeah and and that that's uh that's like the newest way for the jays have found to lose a game <laughs> it's probably yeah. the, the most unique of the season so far and you know like it was um palacios uh he's 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 you know a, a young fielder he doesn't have the experience to know that he he shouldn't have have uh tried to to dive and get that 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 play but uh it, you know and and the jays offense should have scored more to than, than just the one run as well yeah that was a robbie ray start too i think right it was yeah. i believe yeah yeah so uh, and there was another cool play in that game did, did you watch the game no we no. we were we went out to dinner and missed most of the game because we weren't near a TV while we were eating, and we we came back and I think we watched the last that we pretty much watched the inside the park home run. Uh, okay, is what, where we caught up. Actually, actually, it wasn't a Robbie Ray play because the cool play that happened was by Stephen Matz, the starter. Um, oh, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the I forget who was that bad, but they they hit the ball. It went off his foot, uh, right to 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 Vladdy, and then um, he stuck with it. Uh, Stephen Matz and ran ran to. Uh, to the base and Vladdy threw threw it to him and he tagged out the runner. So it was a pretty <laughs> cool play. That was I one three one in my in my scorebook for the one out. Well, there we go. That uh, that yeah. sounds like like I see I see the uh, the description of it from Dan Shulman you uh, linked here. Yeah. At that uh, so apart from where he said uh, he alertly tagged the runner when he realized he wasn't going to get to the bag first. Um, that almost sounds like a, a description of a of a fluke softball play that we usually get. <laughs> yeah. So that's cool. We got it. We got a softball p- ball play in the, yeah. in the middle of the game. Yeah. Um, and then last night, uh, they won three to two. Yeah. So we tuned into this one in the, uh, in the, I believe it was the bottom of the ninth. Yeah. Uh, okay. Romano was in already, I believe. Um, and it was two, two at that point. And, uh, and actually, um, yeah, they they won this game. They they were able to uh, take advantage of the uh, extra runner on second, which was a Guerrero, I think. Vlad. Yeah, it was. It yeah. was. Yep. Yeah. And they took advantage of some errors themselves. So I've I think when they've had them, the Jays have been able to take advantage of them. But they just they, they need to do more than that. And I've said that before in previous weeks earlier in the season. Yep. And so, as of Sunday morning, the record is now sixty-seven and sixty-one. Um, as far as the playoff hunt goes, they're uh, six and a half games back of the wild card, and I think the AL East is out of reach. They're thirteen and a half games back of the, in the AL East. That's 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 like well, it's not fifteen. Well, it's not fifteen, but it's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's yeah. They, no, they're, no, they're not, they're not winning the East. The AL East is uh, Tampa is uh, got that one, I think, right now, right? Um, I don't know because because um, Yankees just had a, a, a thirteen game winning streak uh, snapped by the A's. Um, yeah, Tampa's still somehow uh, keeping pace though. They've they've got a six game win streak. They've, they're nine and one in their past ten, so they're doing exactly the same thing as the Yankees. Yeah, and <laughs> I heard frustrating. Um, now while they're not uh, playing for either the wild card or the AL East, but I heard that the Orioles have been on a pretty good tear in the last ten games too. In the last ten games, I don't know. Maybe in the last five games, because they had lost something like uh, twenty games, nineteen, twenty games in a row. Um, but so, they did. They did win some games recently. Let's just take a quick look. Here. Yeah, that's yeah, what I'm doing. Because, last, because I heard this from Ben Wagner when I was listening to one of the broadcasts that Baltimore. Maybe he was being facetious. Okay. facetious. <laughs> two and they, 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 They've lost two straight games. So um, they they and they've only won. Two in in their past, uh, you know, past just 10. looking at the standings though, like how far apart Baltimore is. So Toronto is fourth in the AL East, and they're thirteen and a half games back, and Baltimore is forty and a half games back of the yeah, AL East. Yeah. I believe that uh, what they call that is tanking. <laughs> yeah, they've yeah, been tanking for a few seasons, so I, I don't think that uh, that results in cumulative uh, first round draft picks. No, it doesn't. It doesn't. It just results in people kind of losing interest in their in in, in the team, and and it's bad for baseball when you see t- teams doing stuff like that. Right. So I think I saw that. That's your going back to the playoff chances. Uh, your strikeout is at 
Well, so it was related to the playoffs, right? So what's, what's yeah, your yeah. strike? Yeah. Let's I talk think about it's that. Too late. I think it's, it's getting like for, for any even the wild card. I think it's too late for the Jays to make the playoffs. Um, I, I, I really just wonder if they're um, out of gas. Um, there was a tweet that uh, Ben Nicholson Smith posted um, it, on August 11th. They had a 48% chance of making the playoffs. And it's dropped down to four point eight percent since. So it's it's they're kind of just. It, it feels to me like they're they're just running out of gas. It's it's uh, injuries are, are are starting to mount. Um, it's I think the fact that they have had three home field home stadiums like they moved from Dunedin to Buffalo to Toronto like that takes its toll on 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 the players. Like it's 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 just the the, the mental strength of the season. So I think that those factors have kind of. And also last last year was a short season, so like, you know, like they they haven't none the whole entire team has not been through uh, a full season, so maybe maybe that kind of everything just piles up and 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 they're just they're just running out of gas. Well, I th- I think that's what I've heard a lot of people say about Vlad in particular that he's just looking really tired lately, and unfortunately, I don't think he's going to get a lot of breaks if Springer comes back anytime no. soon because I think. Their plan, I think the Blue Jays have said that their plan is to put Springer in the DH to start with. So there's not going to be many opportunities to put Vlad as DH. He's going to have to play first base. That's why they DH'd him just recently because yeah. they wanted to get him off his feet. Um, and, and, and it's good that in the offseason, uh, Vlad kind of got in, in better shape because he definitely would have like run, run out of gas by now if that were the case. Um, so uh, was that this offseason or last offseason? Um, that he got in better shape. That was this yeah. past off season. Yeah. Okay, okay. He was, he was in not well. He, I wouldn't say he was in bad shape last season because he could still play uh play baseball in yeah pretty. I mean, he wasn't he didn't have as great a season last year, obviously as as this year. But uh, yeah, no, it was it was this off season. Everyone was saying uh, Vlad uh gone into a really good uh, condition. I think that means then maybe he's re- he'll realize that uh he's got a little bit more to go in terms of conditioning and that well, no, he'll put a little bit his... more work. I think I think maybe uh the the Jays will realize and this is partly be- maybe because of Springer's injury at the start of the year um that they need to get Vlad off his feet more um uh more than they they did cuz he's played a lot of games this year. Yeah. Uh, I think he's only had like Less He's than five one, games one off. off. The the one game that I attended, he 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 took off. I can't think of any other games that that he's had like an the day off though. Yeah, I can't think of that either. But the good news is is that when he's not playing, when he's uh, DHing or sitting on the bench, not playing in the game, he's still his his. Uh, uh, I think uh, what is it? Uh, his team good spirit? vibes. Yeah, his his <laughs> team spirit. Is at the top of his game. I think yesterday on camera he was uh, building a little uh, sandcastle with the dirt after his. Uh, oh, yes. He was done his his run in the tenth inning. Um, well, they, did, they didn't they didn't tie him up. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I'll, I'll say my strikeout is the. It was the same thing last week as the offense. Uh, we talked about that already with the with the games this week. Uh, just not enough runs scored. Um, I think they did a better job this week in terms of uh, taking advantage of what they could. I just think they needed to score more runs in general, and they didn't do that. Like, they they could have against the Tigers so far. And, I mean, who knows? Maybe today they'll be uh, – maybe they'll explode in some more runs and, and maybe the coming week. But I, I just think that the offense, for it to be a strikeout, for me, for two weeks in a row, that's not a good sign. Um, and it, it's probably been borderline. Like, I mean, since their homestand, the first homestand in in Toronto, they've it's been pretty bad, right? Yeah, and they've, they've they've like I said, I think that it's just they're 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 tired. It's it's they it's it's the run out of gas factor that um is it's it's just hitting them hard i think they've hit the wall and they and they and it's it's too late for them for them to recover it's it's this you know like if if there weren't so many injuries like they could like lean on one player or the other but really like it's it's they they need all players to do what they can and, and nobody's is is, is is successful at the plate lately yeah well let's uh let's save our home runs for uh to to uh 
sort of end this part of the podcast on a positive note. Uh, So I'll go, I'll stay my walk first of all, um, is that I I just noted down that the starting pitching overall, they've been getting some good results for the team Um, on, I would say on average without really looking up the numbers, they've been holding teams to less than five runs to give the team a chance to win, to give the offense a chance to win. But that's why it's my walk because despite the pitching being pretty good, I say, uh, the offense is because it's been not great. They just been, I would say, wasting the uh, the good pitching. Yeah, it's like they can only have one side perform well, and the other the other can't can't uh, live up to the to the success. That's true. Yeah. Um. My 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 walk is that um I sur- I survived the week without watching any baseball or listening to any uh, baseball podcasts except for Jays from Home, of course. Um, and I feel like I'm a little lost and be- behind in the news. Like well, it's, I was going to uh, say, if you were just listening to Jays from Home, you definitely wouldn't have gotten many updates on baseball in general. <laughs> yeah, and and it's and we we recapped the, the the previous week, so it would all it would have been the week that I was paying attention to, anyways, that you guys <laughs> uh, were talking about. So so yeah, it's it's um, a little like I feel like just a little maybe disoriented as far as the baseball world goes like it feels like uh the entire like jay's roster like we've, we've seen so many new faces come in come in like palacios and kevin smith and um they just signed gerard dyson i don't think he's 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 played yet or even uh, suited up with the team yet but there seems like so so many so much has happened in the past week and i and, I, and uh I, i've i've missed it all <laughs> I'm I'm still a little uh, maybe you can clarify this because you mentioned uh, Jared Dyson they picked him up on waivers so there's no the, with the trade deadline passed they can't make trades so I know that although they did make a trade a few weeks ago which doesn't make any sense to me either but I'll explain both yeah but they can still pick players up on waivers but yes, they you can you, you can pick players up on waivers and you can make trades. Um, the trades that they did make um, were players who weren't on the major league roster. So you can trade minor league players um, po- after the deadline. That's how that works. Oh, okay. So is is it in general the players that you pick up after the deadline aren't going to be – like? so Dyson, it sounds like, he is going to be on the 40-man roster. But does that mean he is eligible for the playoffs if they get there or not? Um, I believe so. It's just that, uh, you know – Teams would rather not put players on waivers after the deadline because they can't. They, they they're losing them for nothing. So, mm. you know, say what you will about players that you pick up on waivers that that teams don't even want to trade for. You know. Okay. Okay. Well, that that makes a little bit more sense. I'm just. Uh, I know baseball has some different rules in terms of player transactions than, um, like I'm used to hockey. The trade deadline for hockey is is basically it's like completely shut down at the trade deadline for hockey. So what you get in, at the trade deadline, that's that's the only moves you can make other than calling players up and down from your own system. So, uh, okay, that's that's good to know. Yes. There you have it. Um, <laughs> so um, whose home run do you want to do now? Mine or yours? I'll go for mine because uh, I, I think that it's, it's not really – um, directly related to all the Jays' results that we've seen on the field. But I just wanted to say that despite all all the negatives over the last few weeks since the first homestand, uh, I still get a little bit pumped up about the wins and when the Jays do good things on the field. So that's a home run for me because it means that I'm not completely disengaged from the team despite everything that's been happening lately. Like, it's it's still... It still sucks when they do something stupid on the field or or can't win the game and can't score any runs. But when they do uh, some good things, like whether it's on defense or scoring a, a timely run when they end up uh, when they're able to do that, it's uh, it's it's good to see that the thrill of victory and the agony of defeat. <laughs> And and you know this this team is like the Blue Jays. They're still an exciting and fun team to watch too. I think that uh, that that adds to that factor for you as well, and, and for me too. Yeah, uh, it's. Uh, I, I just hope that they can they can build on that a little bit. I mean, maybe six and a half games back of the wild card is pretty far. Like you know, at the beginning of the week, I think they were still four and a half games back, but. 
you know, maybe they can they can turn something around and at least make it close at the end of the season and, and give yeah. us a little bit more hope instead of uh, false hope. Right. Well, if you look at the wild card stand, standings right now, um, they're behind Seattle and Oakland uh, and the, the Yankees in Boston both have um, the, the wild card spots. Um, side note, having to watch a Yankees and Red Sox uh, wild card game is not uh, my idea of a, of a, of a fun uh, experience. So I, that is one game that I will I will skip. I, I hate watching the Yankees versus Red Sox. Yeah, I was going to say the way I get around that is I just don't watch them. Um, yeah. Just uh, while you mentioned the standings, looking at Seattle, they've lost their last three and they're five and five in the last ten. So um, they're doing better than the Jays are, though. Well, that's true, but I think. Um, I can't remember if I was talking to to you or to Glenn or if it was both, but it seems like uh, the Jays kind of need Seattle's luck to run out, and maybe maybe that's something that uh, could turn around. They don't play Seattle any anymore in the season, but uh, it's possible that they could fall apart still. That's that, that's the frustrating. This is something that we talked about for sure. Uh, the frustrating thing about about the, uh, the their playoff hopes now is that the Jays have to rely on other teams to basically falter in order for them to to, to gain any standings. And and the Yankees have done the exact opposite of what the Jays needed them to, to do. Okay. And uh, Boston, they they just got back Chris Sale, who looked very good in his 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 return. He had an immaculate inning uh, in his first start back, which is basically um, getting. Uh, all three batters out in an inning on nine pitches and striking them all out, I believe. Um, so, so, so he's he's it seems that he's healthy. So that's that's a a big plus for for the Red Sox. And I think I read an article that that Cal Schwarber is hitting very well in his return from the from the injured list. So so things are going well for the teams that we don't want them to to, you know, to go well for. I, I will I will take a uh, I will give. Chris Sale a negative on that. I feel like a perfect inning would be to get the batters out on one pitch, so only making three pitches and the batters uh, get out on on the first pitch, and then you don't have to pitch as many innings. So obviously he did not pitch as well as you're saying. But well, let's end on a let, let's go back. <laughs> let's go back to uh, some positive stuff. What's your home run? Uh, well, the, the the Jays are upping their uh, home field COVID protocols. Um, they're going to be requiring people over the age of 12, I believe, to, um, yeah, people 12 and older, you'll need to have uh, either a negative COVID test or uh, proof of full vaccination. So that's good. Because uh, when I was there, you know, like I, I thought that maybe the, the, the seating would be, um, yeah, what's the word, uh, uh, spaced or whatever. Uh, but uh, it, it in, uh, behind the plate, to run like close to the to the field, it was very packed in for sure. So, I, I think that's because they have separate seating, like they have socially they do, distanced they seating in a different section than than the rest of it. So if yeah. you want to be uh, physically distanced from other people, you you go to this other section for tickets. And luckily, you know, like I'm I'm fully vaccinated, and and you know, it's fine. It it it, it was okay, but uh, not everybody. Uh, that we know, that not everybody is for sure vaccinated at, at those games so far. So yeah, but the, uh, and that's a good thing. A lot of places in the last couple of weeks have been coming out with uh, um, restrictions like this, or are upping their protocols. Like in, here in Ottawa, at um, the Red Blacks games, at the yeah. TD place, yeah, Red Blacks, they're going to require vac- proof of vaccination. So I and would I imagine senators are going to do the same too. Yeah, I would assume so. And it, like I said, I would imagine the TD place restrictions apply to uh, the soccer team, the Atletico, and probably there's a basketball team there. The 67s play there. So There's also a rugby league team. I, oh, I, I, I don't know, know that. when they're starting and what, what's happening with that. But uh, yeah, so that's that's good. That And, and uh, it coincides, um, at least in America, I think in Canada, this was going to happen either way. But it coincides with uh, uh, Pfizer getting the full... FDA approval. So now we're seeing lots of um, lots of uh, man like uh, teams mandating that uh, you know like here I'll, I'll go right into this. Um, the, I have to say some nice things about the Astros because um, <laughs> they've 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 mandated that, that all non-playing staff um, have have to be fully vaccinated. 
Um, same with the, the Nationals as well. So, and we're seeing, um, I, I think, the NBA all, all across the board, um, all non-playing uh, uh, staff. I'm not sure about the players, um, but I, I think all, all non-playing staff in the NBA um, are required to be fully vaccinated. And uh, and and NFL is, is getting there as well. I Yeah, and I would bet that the NHL has something similar. Like, I, I don't know exactly what their policies are, but I, I think... I, I have the feeling that because the NBA is doing that, that the NHL will probably do that too. Like they, the NHL and the NBA sort of seem to follow the same, uh, same lines. Well, Gary, Gary Bettman way. used to work um, as an executive for the, mm-hmm. for the NBA. So there's, 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 there's some, some t- close ties there. Okay. Uh, well, I thought I'd make a couple of notes that uh, I took from the series this week about uh, the, the White Sox in particular, because uh, okay, we watched, what's that? Let's hear them. Yeah. Um, so uh, what we were watching, I, I mean, I, I think I was aware of these names uh, in the last series when they were in Toronto, but um, I thought that the White Sox had some great player names. Like one of their pitchers was named Cease. So I thought that maybe he should be a closer instead of uh, a starting pitcher. But, you know, uh cease hitting that's what his uh his he's trying to do makes sense uh they had another pitcher named bummer um i don't know if if that's a good name for a pitcher or a bad name for a pitcher but i thought that one was uh was pretty good and not a pitcher but a a position player they have uh, someone named goodwin so uh you could just uh when they win a game he could just uh throw his jersey up and say good win Exactly, and and also I, I added to the to your to your notes there. Um, Detroit has a player um, playing shortstop whose name is Short. Yeah. Um, so for some of these player names, like are they forced into these positions based on their names, or uh, they or must do be. they choose them? They must be. Uh, they, they must be. Um, I'm just waiting to see uh, a catcher named like Backstop or something like that. <laughs> um, and also, uh, Vanessa said that she thought Tony Larusa looks like Elton John, and I hadn't thought that before. I but I don't see that. I, I can't. I'm just picturing him in my mind. I don't. I don't see that. But are you picturing a younger Elton John or what he looks like now? I'm picturing Tony Larusa, and he looks nothing like. <laughs> maybe, maybe, maybe if you put some star-shaped sunglasses on him when he's in the field, which would I, be pretty cool, I think. I think it's uh, the glasses that that does it. But I also noticed that uh, Tony Larusa is like he wears his World Series ring. At least, does he only have one? I thought he had uh, more well, than he's one. Got, he's got multiple. Well, he he's wearing at least one World Series ring on his on his hand. So he's like seems like he's uh, trying to show off that he's a good manager or something. Yeah, I guess I guess so. Um, what how's the song go? Hold me closer, Tony Larusa. <laughs> um, Maybe that's our episode title for the for the day. Hold me closer, Tony Larusa. Oh, I don't know if I want to go there. <laughs> he's probably no. I don't think he's cuddly. I think that uh, no, he's 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 not a, he's not a, a cuddly manager at all. He I looks kind of grumpy. I would say. Yeah, yeah. He. I'm 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 actually glad that we have Charlie Montoya instead of Tony Tony Larusa behind our. Our, our 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 players. Yeah, he's he's actually been smiling lately. I feel like Charlie Montoyo. Uh, he doesn't smile a lot when he's in the dugout. Oh, um, yeah, I haven't really noticed too much, but yeah. Um, so those are those are some inter- interesting notes. We'll have to like I do try to keep track of interesting player names. Like and I was saying before, like I think this guy's retired now, but uh, um, there's an Australian player, uh, Grant Balf- Balfour or Balfour, which is right. <laughs> <laughs> an unfortunate uh, name, but yeah, it's it's fun to see the uh, the fun player names. But maybe we'll we'll keep a, a tally going as we as we notice more. Well, I lost track of the of the players chewing bubble gum, so um, maybe uh, maybe that's something I'll try to look out for more often. I see, I see. Um, I wonder. Uh, speaking of of, of, of chewing, I, I think I, maybe Bobachette chews tobacco, which is disappointing. I, was, I noticed that in the game the other day. It looked like maybe he had some like little bulge in his lips. Like, oh, no, don't do that. No, he's, he chews a lot of gum. Like, you'll see him, like, hold his uh, – he'll stick the, the gum that he's chewing out of his mouth so he can spit out some seeds. Oh, maybe it was seeds. Okay, okay. That, 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 that uh, you've, you've – you've, uh, I don't see it very – my fears. Yeah, I don't see it like it's – I don't think it's a very good idea to be chewing both tobacco and gum at the same time. People do that. People do that. That was gross. All right. Um, 
I just another note. Uh, it's sort of related to the games that they've been playing, especially against Detroit. Um, but I saw people referring online referring to some of these games against the teams below five hundred as uh, trap games, and I'd never heard the term before. But I, I mean, I know the concept. So, uh, well, it's because it's more because Detroit isn't really a below five hundred team. Like they're 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 pretty close to 500 um no but and, but they've been playing better uh, um as of late and that's why it's a trap game because a trap series in my mind because they're better than what their record says they are well um in in my view like the the term is referring mainly to like teams taking other teams below 500 lightly and so this is where i where i've been i i've said it a few times is that the jays seem to sometimes play down to the other team's level, maybe they're not uh, they're not uh, respecting their teams as much. Like I, I'm somewhat uh, afraid of of what is going to happen when they play Baltimore. Like they should be scoring a ton of runs against Baltimore, yeah. but are they going? No, to? I'm not. I'm not. I'm I'm not disrespecting the Orioles, but I'm not too worried about them because they really <laughs> like are are going all in on the on 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 the the t- the tank job or the or the rebuild as they they would might might call it um but uh no like they lost like 20 games in a row like that's that's um that's not good uh <laughs> all right we'll see you did say the last time we talked that uh they would uh do really well against both Washington and Detroit and uh, we know how that w- went uh in the end yeah. well well Washington was a trap series See, there you go. All right. Uh, and what what other notes do you have? I, I've got one more, but I'm going to save that. Um, well, we're sticking with the Blue Jays. Um, they, they're talking about this on on Friday's game, I guess. Um, he went to the coaching staff um, after the uh, the the All Star break and told them that he's only interested in being uh, a first baseman. He doesn't want to play uh, third base anymore. So, so that was. Um, that was an interesting uh, uh, game note, and I think it's positive because um, he really has taken hold uh, of, of first base, and he plays it well, and, and he's, he's it's good that he's not distracted by um, other ambitions uh, to, to play a different position. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's Vlad you mean, right? I don't – yeah, okay. I, I hadn't heard that before. I don't know. Yeah. I hadn't they, heard they mentioned that. it in that's the game on, on, on Friday night. That's interesting. So, like, I don't, I don't think that I've heard of him – saying anything otherwise this year like to say that he wanted to play third base specifically but that's i think that's good third in one game i think yeah i I think he took over like i I don't think he started at third i think he took over like positionally but that's that's good to know because that gives the blue jays a little more options to make some different moves for third base well, they need to get a, uh, like a, a full time third baseman. Like in the like, come this offseason, that's one of the things that they'll need to do. Um, or maybe Biggio will come will return to health. Like, there's, there's we're getting ahead of ourselves because like like are they going to resign Marcus Semyon? Who who knows? Um, there's a lot of lot of questions in the air um, after the season, but we don't need to worry about those questions right now. All right. Well, that's yeah. I think uh, there's a lot of things that we can push off to the off season. Uh, I, I think we need to wait to see what the Blue Jays do in the last month of the season because yeah. they they uh, like we said they could still make a push for the wild card. They're they're not as far back of the wild card as they are the AL East. So that's true. Let's and, see and, what and looking look looking forward. Uh, speaking of playoffs, um, there was an article uh, in ESPN saying that um, we'll have the latest. Game seven uh, in in World Series history, um, if it goes that far, it's currently scheduled. Uh, it's scheduled for November third. Oh, uh, I thought Game seven of the World Series. I know that they've gone into November before. I didn't realize November first is the latest it's ever gone. Okay, good to know. Yeah, yeah. I um I I I like that. Potentially, the deciding World Series game isn't on Halloween, uh, because um, and it I don't I don't know what the schedule is gonna gonna be, and it could end up being that's deciding game, but. Uh, Halloween is a is a busy night for sure. Oh, I, so. I was going to ask: Is it disappointing because the players don't dress up in costumes? Well, they dress up as baseball players. I guess so. And and <laughs> the the one person uh, there's one person on each team that will dress up as a mascot. Yes, and <laughs> and uh, angry Blue Jays fans will say that Charlie Montoya dresses up as a manager every day. Uh, a couple of weeks ago, we were talking about um, uh, barstool sports. Uh, trying oh, yeah. to go into a deal with the MLB. 
And I I showed you an article that apparently the deal doesn't appear to be going through. Uh, That's a relief. Yes. So uh, I forget his full name, but this Portnoy guy, he said that it's he'd be stunned if the deal goes through and he puts the chances at 10% due to MLB's typically conservative nature. Uh, and he suggested that it was leaked by someone to see how much backlash the, the MLB would get. I was going to say, I, I further heard that, and I don't know if I explained this properly or very well to you when I when I when I talked a little further about it. I, um, that uh, basically what happened um, is, uh, and I'm going to give a hat tip to the um, to the uh, Tipping Pitches podcast because this is where I heard it. Um, uh, basically, what happened was. Uh, Barstool, uh, Barstool Sports uh, called MLB. MLB took their call, um, and then and then Barstool leaked the news that MLB took their call. Yeah, basically. I I pretty much assumed that something like that happened. <laughs> like that's what yeah. I was going to suggest too. That it's it probably when uh, when they said in talks, uh, it was probably one sided. Um, but what I was going to say was that uh, so you sent me an article that listed out basically all the bad things about barstool sports and i was going to say that uh that they barstool sports is likely overstating that it's a 10 percent chance so i i would probably say it's uh a less than one percent it is a non-alcoholic beer <laughs> yeah 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 it, uh yeah the the I'm, I'm i'm glad that the, that partnership isn't going to happen and and again the tipping pitching pitches uh, podcast talked about this but it's it's just disappointing that mlb kind of let this go as far as it did even um they didn't like deny any any interest or whatever like this is they, they they could have they could have squashed that story pretty quickly yeah i i don't know i guess uh the the mlb in general is not does not seem to be uh not forward thinking is not the term that i mean but um they don't uh, seem forward, to be no, media would, savvy you're, you're, yeah, yeah, they're not media savvy, and no, you're right, they're not forward thinking. Um, they are, um, they're mostly fake, focused on their own, on their, their their own like belly buttons, their own navels. They're they they they're more interested in uh, profits and 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 money than they are in 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 growing the game in a in a meaningful and 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 good way. All right, yeah, I I've I, gone, I've talked about that before. <laughs> yeah, and and we talked a little. Glenn and I talked a little about that uh, last week about the the TV side of things in particular but I don't think yeah. we need to rehash that. Um do you have uh do you have any other notes before we check in with the Brewers? Um well yeah, we well I, um we are both reading a new baseball book uh called Slices of Americana by Jason Love. Yes, I uh, actually read the the preface to it. <laughs> That's about as far as I've gotten so far. Okay, I'm I'm actually um I'm I'm almost all the, I'm about Three quarters of the way through this one, it's 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 a it's a pretty uh, easy read so far. Um, spoiler alert: He likes Waffle Houses. Yeah, well, that's mentioned in the preface that uh, uh, the one constant in America is is not baseball; it's Waffle Houses. Um, but it's it's uh, it's a short book, so that probably shouldn't take me too long to get through. That's good because I'm almost done. What I'm going to do is I'm going to follow th- this up. Um, with a, another uh, baseball read, I'll, I'll maybe announce it um, next week uh, on the podcast because I can't remember the full title. Um, but it's uh, a Joe Posnanski uh, book where he um, uh, is it the soul of baseball? I forget. Anyways, he he uh, he just kind of goes on a road trip with uh, a former Negro leaguer. Is, is it Satchel Page? I'm not sure which one. Oh he yeah, was. that was mentioned in the uh, in the intro. The, yeah, uh, no, because uh, I've got that on my on my I've got that book literally sitting on my, on my my bookshelf right now. So that that's that's why I thought I would follow that up because he mentions that book uh, specifically. Yeah, well, I'm not going to go for a uh, a blue or blue jays a baseball book next because I have too many other books that I want to read this year. And what, what's the, what's your next book that you're going to read? Uh, I haven't picked one yet, but I was going to say I also had at least two other books added to my uh, to read list for this year. I don't know if I'm going to get to it this year, but uh, I also found out about uh, this, this book that's um, written by an indigenous author, an American indigenous author that seems to be like experimental fiction. It's called the, the only good Indians. And then there was another one. Um, I can't remember the full title off the top of my head right now, but it's, it's uh, folk horror. It's something to do with uh, American uh, folk stories and uh, the movie adaptations of them. 
that's interesting. Yeah, um, it's it sounded like an interesting book. I, I talked to uh, a podcast friend of mine in Detroit about it. Uh, on you'll have uh, to pass that one along because maybe I'll make that my Halloween read because I find that um, folklore, like 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 witches, like in in, in in like America especially, like witches are are like very folkloric and uh, very specifically American. At the same time, there's um, a movie, and I forget the title <laughs> again. We were not great with titles today, uh, but there's a movie uh, about about witches. Um, uh, Is it the and, witches? And, uh, I don't know. <laughs> Uh, no, but like it's like this family that like is is it's they're 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 settling in like you know I don't know like maybe Massachusetts or something and they're and they're building a house and and um and and there's like just this this coven of witches that uh, is is always off off screen and they and they turn one of the the family into a witch or something. I don't, I don't I'm, I'm 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 terrible <laughs> at, at titles and I'm terrible at at at, at recapping movies, but uh, yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, instead, let's recap uh, what the Brewers have been up to. How about how about that uh, transition? Um, yes. So, good uh, good segue. <laughs> I uh, I did the I took the notes on here. I just did, put them together this morning. So these are up to date as of Sunday noon. They haven't played their Sunday game yet. Uh, so I'm not sure how they're going to do, but their record is currently 78 and 52, which is good for first in the NL Central, and they are seven and a half games ahead of the uh, the team below them, which is Cincinnati. Well, so, I've, got, I've got something to add to your Brewers update. I, okay, I didn't think okay. that I did, but I remembered something that I wanted to, and I, and I sent you this too. Um, Joey Votto mentioned that the Brewers' um, rotation is the toughest that he's ever faced, like in his entire career. Oh, I, you know what? I don't think I, I saw this. Maybe you sent it to me and I, I just didn't see what it was. But I sent I you lots of links, so you probably yeah. missed that one. Uh, no, but yeah, like they, he's saying that their rotation is the best that he's ever faced. Okay, so uh, and and he would face them a lot because he's uh, with Cincinnati, yep. right? So and and he's he's faced some good lineups. Like I think someone mentioned that he's he's faced the the Phillies twenty eleven rotation. Um, the Dodgers this year have a very good rotation. You, you know, like it's, it's he he's faced a lot of good pitching in his career. Well, I'm going to go out on a limb and say that uh, the Brewers are going to come out uh, of the National League this year. I'm going to change my prediction. I think that. The Dodgers are 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 kind of uh, making their 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 run right now. It's 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 tough. Like and just like the Rays, uh, interestingly, the Giants are are keeping pace with the Dodgers. It's it's pretty crazy. Um, and I think that the the Padres sadly are, are falling out of it. Yeah, um, I I was watch I well I wasn't watching the game, but I happened to see Angels versus Padres, and the Angels were up like seven to one or something last night. Uh, not yeah. good. Yeah, no, but the Do- the Dodgers are starting to make their 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 move. It's like it's like um, you know like and and in, in, there's there's um, in Atlantic uh, games they have this this racer called the Freeze. Have you seen these races or Mister Freeze or something where he like they, they they do a race across the outfield. They pick a fan and he gives the fan like like basically like a three quarter head start and then he comes back from behind and and wins. So so the the Dodgers are Mister Freezing the uh, the uh, the playoffs right now. They're they're, they're making their move. <laughs> okay. Um well, uh let's going back to the Brewers. So, um I mentioned that they are seven and a half games ahead. I believe that's where they were last week too when uh did the Brewers check-ins. And well, that, it's cuz that the, checks the Reds out. Are, are playing well. The Reds the Reds are are, yeah. are, are, are are making their move as well. They've they they're into the uh, second wild card spot. So, so yeah, so ahead, I was yeah. going to say that that checks out because in the last 10 they were 5 and 5. So they haven't lost any ground, they haven't gained any ground, but uh I I would say that's for on a on a um I guess uh, best to call it a peripheral perspective, like a or superficial perspective looking at the Brewers. I'd say that's not quite a slump, but it's uh um they have a lot of ground uh, ahead of them to lose some of these games. That's what I was trying to say and, yeah. in this note. So, like, I don't I, think, I think they're going to lose any ground. They they can afford to lose some games. Um, for example, this past week they well they won their series against Cincinnati two games to one, but they've already lost the series against Minnesota this weekend. They lost Friday oh, wow. and Saturday. So they still have one game left today against Minnesota, but um, even if they lose that game, they're not going to fall too far behind. No, that, and I, I think that like 
you're right that the the brewers are definitely like a a, a powerhouse uh, emerging, uh, and and if they do make it out of the NL, I wouldn't be surprised I, for sure. Um, now looking ahead to next week, are they in San Francisco or at home? Mm-hmm. They're in San Francisco um, ah, for okay. next week, and then the, they return for their homestand in against St. Louis. Okay, because I, I maybe would have watched. Maybe I'll try to stay up late on on Tuesday night. I don't know, but like that because the, the Jays are, are are playing Baltimore. Uh, maybe I would have watched one of those um, uh, San Francisco games, but that that's probably going to be too late for me to, to to stay up. Yeah. Well, speaking of uh, the Blue Jays playing Baltimore. That uh, that's a good time to look ahead at the at the week. So Monday to Wednesday, they've they've got games against Baltimore. So unfortunately, I'm going to miss all of those because uh, of softball. But um, uh, and then they have the game or sorry, they have the day off on Thursday and play Oakland Friday to Sunday. And I guess this is. Oh, they they're at. I think they're in Toronto for those games, right? Because I didn't see. Uh, yeah, because they were they were already in Oakland, right? Um, so I I thought that for next week this is a, a good chance to regain some ground in the wild card race before they especially face... against against Oakland because yeah. Oakland is is competing for the wild card as well as the so, AL West and and because they face the Yankees the week after so that gives them a good chance to to not build a buffer I guess but to try and and get a little closer. Uh, okay, so this this could this could maybe help. tread um, some water I, I, against the Yankees. I guess is what I, I mean. Here's what I think. Um, I think yeah, you're right. Like they could, they, like playing the Yankees is, is going to be important. I think the Yankees will either have the first wild card spot or the AL East at this point. Um, but it is definitely important to uh, play and win against Oakland to, to, to if they want, have any hope to, to make up ground. If they sweep the series, if they play well against against uh, Baltimore, and and if they sweep the, the A's, they could actually make make a. A late late season push. I'm, I'm I'm talking myself into being optimistic here. I think actually. So if they play well against Baltimore and they sweep the A's, uh, the Jays uh, could find themselves close to the wild card. Well, it is it is possible that they could sweep the A's anyways because they did that earlier this season, right? Did they? I thought they did. They re- they played really well against Oakland anyway. That was when like Simeon really started uh, tearing things up. That was his return to Oakland too, because he played uh, for the A's previously uh, last year and in in, in, in over the years. So yeah, okay. and I think that's that's where he's from too. He's from he's from Oakland. Oh, is he? I didn't. I knew he he played there, but I didn't realize that uh, he was from Oakland. That's no, I cool. believe he's from Oakland. Let, let's take a quick look. Why don't you? Uh, I'll, I'll I'll narrate. Let's see here, Marcus Semyon. Sort stop Toronto Blue Jays. Oh. Uh, just says college california that's not helpful um let's see here born he was born in san francisco um so uh, yeah i think that 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 checks out because i think i heard them saying that he was he grew up in oakland well isn't yeah san francisco and oakland are pretty close to each other right so yeah 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 Yeah. the bay area right uh some we have some uh podcast notes today i i actually included a note as well um even though it's it's not necessarily re- related to the podcast. Um, I, I just noted that last night in our little conversation with Glenn that he said uh, he gave thumbs down to both of our movie choices last night. I didn't think that was uh, very fair. Well, maybe that's that's his opinions, but uh, I don't know. I watched Ford versus Ferrari last night, and then even though I I definitely recognize that it's an exaggerated version of the truth of what happened with uh with Ford versus Ferrari in uh, in the 1960s but I thought it was a very entertaining movie it, it, it revved you up yeah i i think that's a that's a good way to put it 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 was very fast and furious no, that, that's that's the wrong that's the wrong reference <laughs> um have ever have ever told you my uh, synopsis of all uh, fast and furious movies no, not in. We've talked about it a lot, and, and you haven't uh, you haven't said anything like that. Here's here's my synopsis. Spoiler alert. <laughs> that, that, that 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 covers all of them. Uh, all right. Well, maybe. I don't know. Yeah. So I, 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 we, Chris and I last night we watched uh, National Lampoon's Vacation. I've never seen that movie before. 
Um, it's always yeah, no, I don't think I have. I've seen Vegas Vacation, but not. I've, I've, uh, seen, I've seen Christmas Vacation many times, but uh, anyways, uh, my, my, I have some notes uh, after listening to last week. Um, Respect is also on my watch list um, because my favorite comedian slash podcast host is in that movie. Uh, Mark Maron plays uh, yep. Jerry Wexler. Yeah, and he was a he was a great. Uh, without giving too much away, he was a great character in that movie. He was he was fun to watch. I'm gonna I'm gonna give um, a podcast recommendation for everybody. I was just listening to it yesterday um, on on his podcast. He started interviewing the cast from from Respect. So he talked to the director Lysel Tommy uh, in, in uh, one of the episodes. So maybe we'll link to to this uh, uh, WTF episode in the um, in, on on our on our show notes. But the Lysel Tommy interview with Mark Maron is, is actually a really good in- interview because um, I didn't know, I didn't know anything about her actually, but she grew up um, in apartheid area, uh, era, uh, South Africa, and then uh, oh. uh, em- uh, em- emigrated to uh, the States when she was a teenager. Well, sure. Yeah. We'll, we'll, uh, we'll throw that link in there. Uh, I mean, did, did you, Oh, by the way, did you watch uh, in the show notes, we had a link to uh, Aretha Franklin singing the national anthems at the, uh, at the Sky Dome for the World Series game. Oh uh, no, I, I watched that did one? not did not see that. I didn't actually notice. I didn't read any of the show notes. Actually, sorry. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, that was it, that was the show notes in the episode that you when you download it. There's that's where we put these these. Links. I didn't read them. I didn't read them. I, <laughs> <laughs> I was I was driving while I was listening to the show, so I can't I can't use my phone and drive at the same time. Um, speaking of of Jerry Wexler, though, two of my favorite comedians now have, have played Jerry Wexler. Um, David Cross also played him in the um, in the um, uh, the TV uh, version of Aretha Franklin's life. Uh, uh, genius, National I think it was. Yeah, genius, that's what it yeah. was. Well, genius, Aretha, or whatever. Um, so so David Cross played him as well. Hmm. I, I don't know. That, that's Having watched uh, Mark Maron's version, I, I can't really picture David Cross. Like, he's a little goofier than uh, than Mark Maron. I don't know. And I think he plays a little, a little goofier as well, but uh, it's just an interesting interesting note that two of my favorite comedians have, have both played the same role in the same year. Yeah, that's uh, it. and actually it was, it's still a little weird that there's so many because uh, I think there was a TV movie as well, uh, other than the series for uh, about Aretha Franklin. I may be, may be mixing up the TV movie and the theater movie but uh that's i i found it very strange that we had both a a tv series and a movie at the same time yeah Uh, no very 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 uh very interesting um synergy as they call it okay well uh let's uh let's go to our personal notes because i don't think we have any other podcast notes Um, nope Krista did not listen to last week's podcast, by the way. She was busy taking care of children while I went <laughs> and uh, listened to the podcast and getting groceries. Well, um, I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to save my, uh, my positive stuff to the end. I'm going to start with, uh, with my walk that the rain is here today, which uh, it's, it's a bit of a damper on the weekend. But I see we what you need, did there. We do need the rain, though. Uh, it's, it's been really hot and humid lately, except for the last couple of days, but, uh, the, the grass needs it for sure. Yeah. Our, our, our pumpkin plant does not need the rain though. However, it is taking <laughs> over the, 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 the backyard. Like it's, it's like, I mean, we're starting to get some pumpkins too, which is, which is interesting. We're going to have lots of, uh, pumpkin pie, uh, come the fall if these things grow. And, and pumpkin spice lattes. Well, I'm, well, we don't have any pumpkin spice plants. We've been over this. Um, my my walk. Um, I was going to read your walk actually by accident. My walk is about reboots. Um, I recently read that um, that NBC, their their Peacock streaming platform, wants to reboot The Office. And I don't know. Like I think that that's like taking things a little too far, and it's well, too soon to remake a show like that. Because I, I wouldn't call it a remake, but I mean, The Office, the American version, was already an American version of the the original version uh, with Ricky Gervais with for The Office. So like it's yeah. it's it is a remake of a remake, which I know yeah. that happens a lot in, in with movies, but just for a TV show, it's a little odd. 
Yeah, and people are like uh, one of the shows that I enjoyed watching was uh, The Mayor of East Town, and people are like, "Oh, is there going to be a second season?" But like sometimes you just have to leave things as they are, leave them standing. Uh, like Mayor of East Town was a pretty perfect one season miniseries story arc, and and that's okay just to 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 have it as that. You know, you don't need to 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 take it any further than that. So I I haven't seen that one. I I want to watch it, but when you mentioned that. Uh, like in your notes here, when you say reboots and then have Mayor of Easttown, I was I was wondering, are you is uh, are they going to remake the season they just had? Like I thought this was an original show. No, 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 it wasn't original. Uh, like I'm, I'm like the, my my point is that they're um, reboots and just trying to extend things that don't need to be um, like taken any further just because it was successful. You know what I mean? Just just oh, okay. let the success rest. Well, um, as far as reboots go, I will say that they have Hollywood, because this includes movies and TVs, they will have officially gone too far if in uh, in uh, another 10 years they decide to remake 2008's Iron Man and, and start that franchise over again. Well, like, and how many times <laughs> has, like, Batman and Spider-Man been, been rebooted and, and remade and everything? It's just... It's 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 getting a little dizzying. Well, they the in the upcoming Spider-Man movie, they are going to have previous Spider-Man in the movie from the different movies and uh Are they just are, are they just basically recreating that that Spider-Man uh, gif or gif? Uh, I don't know. Is that is that is, that, is, is it the movie based on the Spider-Man pointing at Spider-Man? Uh I don't know. I think I think they uh they might be um they might be playing on that. There was a popular animated movie a few years ago that I also want to watch, uh, Into the Spider-Verse, where there's multiple Spider-Men. Um, but there's also going to be... Oh, wait, wait, no, here's a question. Is it Spider-Man or Spider-Man? Uh, I, I don't know. Um, but there's also going to be an upcoming Batman movie that has multiple Batman versions, and Michael Keaton is going to be one of them. I don't know exactly how that's working, because there's also a Batman movie with... Uh, uh, what's his ben name? Ben Affleck? No, not Ben Affleck. It's uh, it's a new Batman movie. It's um, Pierce Brosnan. Th- no, I I the only I want to say Rupert Evans, but it's definitely not. It's uh, the guy Rupert Murdoch, guy from the Twilight movies, Robert Pattinson. Oh, uh, there we go. Ro- Robert. I knew okay, I'd get around yeah. to it. So um, so yeah, that's uh, there. There's going to be a lot of uh, multiverse superhero movies coming up. Uh, just 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 one verse is fine. Yeah. Well, um my strikeout is that I discovered this week the back tire on my bike is flat again and um I if you remember several weeks ago I had replaced the tube on this back tire and it was perfect. It was working great. Um I think the Monday before I discovered this uh, there were no issues with the bike. So there's obviously something in the back tire that is uh, puncturing the tube. So I either need to replace the wheel or just replace the bike. And I'm kind of leaning more towards replacing the bike at this point. I see. Well, if you need an excuse to get a new bike, then I guess that's the way to go. Um, that's that's how the, the wheel turns. Is that a thing? Is that a saying? <laughs> well, I, I guess I'm shifting gears to uh, from uh, repairing to go. replacing. There you go. There you go. Um Yes, it's a, a tour de force of, of, of biking. That's terrible. I'm sorry. Um, okay, um, what are we on now? Strikeouts? Um, sure. My strikeout, because um, Leo's had a had a cold. Everybody's basically, everybody in the family has had a cold. We can officially say it's not COVID because we've had the COVID test, uh, and, and we all got the cold from Leo, and he, he is COVID negative or whatever. But uh, my point is, we have when you have a cold, cold, you're putting tissues in your pocket all the time, and... We got back from our, our camping trip, and I did all the wash, and there it, there was just you know like multiple tissues uh, coming out of the dryer. It's just everything. <laughs> is, is that's the, the the most annoying thing in the world is when tissues go through the wash. Like it's just terrible. That's, that's like, what the lint trap is for. It, it catches the the shredded pieces of the. Of the did tissues. not catch. They did not catch. Uh, you need it's like, it's like, you need to like, replace your dryer then. It's like pulled pulled pork. Uh, but but tissues that are just like you know they're shredded they're little little bits and they're just falling off as you're putting away clothes it's just very 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 annoying tissues in the wash so <laughs> people if you're listening and you have tissues in your pocket take them take them out of your pocket now because they will cause annoyance in the future 
Or at least it's just annoyance, though. It, it could be it could be worse than than clean. I guess it would be dried bits of Kleenex. There there could be worse still on your clothes. You oh, I've had, with, with 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 the uh, illness that Leo's had, we've definitely had worse go through the wash lately. And if you listen to our We Time podcast, you will you will hear horror stories about what has gone through the wash. <laughs> well, I. Um, I have a, a I, I'm gonna I have a couple of notes. I have a home run, but I also have what I called a, a ground rule double, which I also oh, hit yeah. one of those this week. I hit a ground rule double, um, but uh, the ground rule double that I'm calling it is that I've been doing a lot of podcast work lately, just having uh, having a good time uh, recording some stuff and, and editing some things. I, I had a I, I sort of half mentioned this when we were talking about books i i talked to a friend in detroit about some books this week and and i put something out so that's that's been a lot of fun it, it's mostly come from um figuring out uh my setup in in what i use to edit these podcasts uh, it's a program called reaper and and having that set up the way that i want to use it it's uh it it is kind of inspiring a little bit but my home run is that i graduated from physio this week so i have no more physio visits scheduled i am my shoulder has been cleared to uh it's not a hundred percent but it's basically as good as it's going to get with physio work on it so you're, you're off the uh the il um yeah except i was still playing softball so i don't know oh, if so I you, were, you, were day to day. you were day to day you were day to day yeah i guess my days off would be thursday through sunday and i was back on the roster monday to wednesday there we go well you can you can shoulder a full load of 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 life now <laughs> all right yeah um okay well uh I keep on looking at your your notes and wanting to read your notes uh my home run is um we went camping i survived and uh i managed to record it's also podcast related record edit and release a podcast episode with krista um at, during the camping trip I, I did it all all with GarageBand on my phone and i was surprised that i was actually able to 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 make it work um uh so it's we did a camping theme episode of my podcast with krista called we time uh and uh it, it sounded pretty good we got the the, the sound of the the campfire uh and, and and nature in the background it was it was pretty cool um uh, so that was a, definitely a fun episode. If, if folks out there, if you haven't listened to it, we talk about just uh, the challenges of, of 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 you know camping with 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 two children. One who whose favorite activity is to is to run away. <laughs> <laughs> now, Im- we- important question for you though, since you were camping, and uh, did you encounter Bigfoot at all? No, uh, but I, I didn't think to look though. That's a good, good, good question. Um, and yeah, so, so we, we, we survived the trip. Um, both the kids, uh, got car sick, uh, on the, and it was only a 45 minute drive, but, uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I remember that happening, but, um, to, to, when we were younger, uh, there was some car sickness involved, but, uh, that was a very long time ago. I haven't had, I haven't been car sick in a very long time. Yeah, no, I, I, for me, I don't think it was ever a problem. But for you, yeah, you and you and Glenn were were were, uh, uh, I think, dosed with heavy doses of, of gravel as children. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, um, I I've got some uh, some updates for softball. Uh, Glenn wanted me to go heavy on statistics, but I I decided not to this time because, uh, well, I I just. Uh, I'm gonna wait a little you were, bit. You, you didn't hit very well. Is that why you went? You, no, you, no, I, I I hit well, except for Wednesday. Wednesdays are even if I look at it statistically, Wednesdays are my worst nights of the week. I don't know if that's because we uh, were too tired after Monday and Tuesday to play, or if it's just the way that the the league is, the rules are designed, and and the pitchers and the other players in the league. But I tend not to hit as well or to play as well on Wednesdays. But um, I, I I think I'll uh, I'll see how how it goes after this week. We've got another week with four games uh, where we have a doubleheader on Tuesday instead of Monday, and we're playing at a different field on Tuesday, so that'll be interesting too. Um, but I after last week, I have now hit eight home runs in in seven weeks um i think our league 
is at week nine this this Monday, but we missed a week because we were away. So we've only played seven weeks, and so I'm uh, I'm one home run ahead of uh, one home run a week. So that's that's good. Uh, I finally wore out a pair of batting gloves last week. I've been uh, sporting the same batting gloves for for quite a while now. And they when I where did, where did they wear out? Well. Um, so the palms were getting a little bit thin, but where they actually broke was when I was pulling the glove on, it uh, tore a hole along like the, uh, the wrist, the elastic wrist part and where it actually holds the glove to the wrist. So okay. I, I just threw them out. I've got another pair that I got to wear out as well, but uh, I'm going to have to buy some new ones soon. Um, but also lastly, good to know from, uh, from relating it back to the Blue Jays, uh, and the inside the park home run that they hit, I I hit an inside the park home run because it was a field without a fence, and uh, and I counted it as a home run in my statistics, but I I put an asterisk on it because I wasn't sure if this actually counted as a home run, but I saw in the stat book that the inside the park home run hit against the Blue Jays on Friday does indeed count as a home run. Oh so yeah. Inside the parks are, are home runs are, are, are counted as home runs for sure. And I'm going to retroactively go back to our, our, our uh, home run strikeouts and walks. You should, you should call your, your uh, ground rule double an inside the park home run because you know, like we're, we're in insider baseball, we're talking about podcasting and it, it's a positive. So uh, I, sh- I think you should call it an inside the park home run. Okay. Well, we'll, uh, we'll adjust the uh, the stats later then on that one yes <laughs> we'll make a correction okay yeah. oh that's all I had that's that's my softball update I, I will I will include some more statistics next week I I uh, I, I have a spreadsheet going with uh, with my stats so I'll I'll do an um, a mid season update on how I'm well doing. I will require a story to go along with 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 those statistics I I, I uh, Coming back from camping, you know, we, we, storytelling is, is 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 important. Well, that that was that was this week. You you had uh, you're not camping next week, so I think I'm, you'll I'm, be no, out of Speaking luck. of camping, I'm talking about camp campfire stories and things like that. But <laughs> but, but uh, story, stories are important, and that's that's uh, talking about baseball. That's one of my favorite things about baseball is all the all the stories that that come from come from the game. I guess that's true. You do read a lot of stories, so yes. Okay, uh, I think that's uh, that's a good time as any to wrap things up. Let's call it a week. Um, until until next week, everybody. Oh, and I forgot to mention, follow us on on Twitter. Uh, maybe if you're listening this far into the podcast, you already do, but uh, we are at Jays from Home. Right, I forgot to mention that too. Cool. Well, uh, we'll see you next time, then. Okay, bye bye. <laughs>